Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bruce Podcast. <laughs> this is the first episode today, uh, and I got my guest with me, Austin Zimmerman. Hey, what I do? Today, we're just going to be going over some questions and just uh, testing the waters here. So uh, let's give it a go. All right, Austin, uh, first question for you. What are some goals you're looking to achieve? Yeah, put me on the spot here, you know. <laughs> I don't really know how to enter these these podcast things. Is this like a legit, look at how close do I going to be? Um, Say it with your well, chest. Well, well, like, what do you mean goals? Like a yearly goal, a weekly goal, like... What just like what are you looking to achieve in your life? Life some things, yeah. Man, that's a deep question. (laughs) We're going right into it. We're going right into it. Oh man, I don't know. I really wanted to. I still want to just like start a business. That'd be something I'd really be into, eventually. But um, I'm just kind of biding my time. You know, I want to be the most comfortable mindset to go into it right now because I don't have that mindset to to get into the business side of things right now just like I'm I'm more vested into the company I'm at right now and and then kind of growing a little more until I get to that point um it's getting closer Mm. I'm thinking maybe you know give it another year there and maybe test the waters or something or even start something really small now okay but, uh, yeah, that's definitely one of my biggest life goals. And then um, owning a lake home. Owning a lake home. That is that is one of my biggest goals, and that's also one of Lauren's biggest goals. So that's good that we have nice that little tandem there. That, Some that, alignment. That end up go- yeah, that alignment that really comes together. So now, uh, do you have any ideas what would you would want to do for a business? Have you thought about yeah, that at all? Um, right now, I think getting like this thing called a plasma table Hmm. and so it's like a eight foot by four foot table that is cnc'd so like x y axis kind of thing and it cuts out pieces of metal out of a giant sheet um you can do a plethora of things with that like you can cut parts for people that need parts Hmm. or you can cut out signs like you know live laugh love (laughs) you know all that good stuff you know what i'm saying and like that would be something that I could, like, start now. And, you so kind of like a workshop almost. Yeah, like a small little workshop thing, and I've got the space to do it. Um, so, I mean, it, that would be something I'd be really interested in doing and then and then growing that into more of a manufacturing business kind of setting where I could do bigger parts and more parts for people, mm. where, where it's, it would just be, like, a, a, a good shop to go to. Because um, that that industry is is growing, it's always growing, and there's yeah. people like the you know, for lack of a better term, like baby boomers, they're they're done working, they're getting to that retirement age, mm-hmm. um, and there's just that market is 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 going to be open for new new blood, and that's something that I've been you know playing around like, and I have experience with it all too, so I mean I feel like I could just kind of jump right into it. And, Solid. See what I can do. Solid. Um, now, what are some of the biggest hurdles you've had to overcome? 
in life, in, in work, life? in in general. In work, in general. Yeah. What? Damn. <laughs> You're really making me dig. Um, biggest hurdle, I guess, was just going out of high school and then trying to figure out like what I kind of wanted to do. Mm. Um, and I didn't really know. And I kind of just jumped into something like CAD was one of them. Actually, I jumped into Normandale. That didn't work out, as you well know. Yep. Um, dropped out. Didn't know what I want to do. And, and, and then I went into CAD. And I guess the biggest hurdle was just, you know, getting that confidence to do it yourself. Because no one was going to help me. Like, I had to orchestrate it all on my own at, at 18, you know? Yep. I didn't know shit. Like, I, I don't know who knew anything about being an adult at that time. It's yeah. Like, you know, making the calls and then, you know, getting the loans. Like, I never dealt with that type of money mm. before. Like, cause the most I'd ever dealt with was, like, you know, $100 in my hand. And now I'm in, like, debt. Like, 50 grand. <laughs> like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. At age 18, it's like, oh, it's a big step, you know. Like, what mm-hmm. am I going to do? And then, and then that was the, the biggest hurdle was, you know, just growing into an adult and taking care of your responsibilities. And then following through and executing because that was another thing that was I had to show up every day. Mm-hmm. And I got to that point where if you had... Um, I think it was eight tardies, and on the ninth tardy, they were going to expel you. Not expel you, but, you know, cut you from your class because mm-hmm. you're not showing up. And I got to the eight. Um, the dean made me sign the paper, like, saying, like, hey, you're going to sign this. So you're if you miss there. another one, sorry, you got mm. to go. And that was the biggest, like, wake-up call, like, and then from that point on, I never missed another day. And that was one of the biggest hurdles was just showing up on time and you know being fully invested in it yeah so it really and took that uh that eighth yeah eighth try to, yeah definitely to scare dude. You it, it really it really shook me and it's like dude because i wasn't gonna get any of that money back like mm. and granted it was only a semester and it's you know, around you know, 12 15 grand a semester somewhere around there depending on how you do your classes but i would have if i didn't show up i would have been in the hole 12 grand for just like not showing up and like mm. I ain't get shit out of it and like dude that would have like crushed me you know like what, would I, what was I gonna do I'm 18 yeah. years old 12 grand in the hole already yeah like <laughs> yeah I mean you know in hindsight yeah you're only 18 and 12 grand is you know once you get older and you build up your wealth it's not gonna be much but it's a lot when you're 18 it's a, a, a lot to think about when you're 18 you know? um so how, what, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's in high school who doesn't know exactly what to do after high school, you know, would so you that is suggest a great them? Question, and I've been asked that multiple times, um, and I feel like I haven't had that much experience to really give somebody advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was asked that question like three years ago because I went to um, Northfield High School and we had to talk to people and. You know, I kind of just, like, pulled something out of my ass because I didn't really know. Because, yeah. like, dude, I'm, like, I'm only, I've only been doing this thing for, like, three years. Like, I, I don't have anything, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. anything to give to you that's going to be, you know, good for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, here's here's Matt Leffler, my, my boss, who's, you know, he's been in the game for, like, 20 years. Ask him. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Why are you asking me? <laughs> I hardly know it, but 
Dude, what? I don't know. Just... Let me see if I can word this differently. Um, what would you say to yourself if you could meet back with yourself when you're 18, going off? What would you tell yourself that you, with the knowledge you have now? Invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Man, no um, dabble, dude. Just dabble. Don't be afraid to do it. Just say yes to a lot of things. Like, and try to, like, manage your anxieties. Mm. And, because that was my biggest hurdle, actually, still, is, is the anxiety part of things. Yeah. And... It didn't help me back a lot. Like, when I was younger, that was the one thing that kind of stopped me from going to college was the anxiety part of it. And mm-hmm. then overcoming that anxiety and then keep going to class to keep going to class. And then, you know, doing the interviews to get a job, you know, overcoming those anxieties and then just like, like just overcoming your fears, mm-hmm. you know, and that and it helps to just dabble and you keep dabbling and you learn to build that muscle because it is a muscle, you know, metaphorically speaking. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> cool. Uh, take things in a different direction here. Now, uh, you like to stay fit. I know you do uh, some jujitsu. You know, you like to be healthy. You go on some runs. Um, you own a house. Uh, you work yeah. uh, full time. No. So, how do you find balance in your life? I know you've listened to some podcasts and heard some tips from other people, but how do you go day by day oh, doing that? So, that is one thing that I am currently struggling with, is finding a balance. And, you know, you just got to do your best each and every day. And it's, it's hard to actually find a legit balance mm-hmm. <laughs> in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just, it you know, life isn't really routine you can make it a routine but you know things come and like and you have to adapt when those things come up and you know it's just trying to keep just keep up with it (laughs) i don't really know like i i try to find reprieves not really a balance like because each and every day has its own stresses Mm -hmm. and you have to find a way to I wouldn't say mitigate it, but, you know, deal deal with the stress. Yeah. And that's one thing that I'm learning, too, right now, is just developing new ways to deal with stress and then developing better ways to, to handle it all. Um, so, like, jiu-jitsu is, is, is huge. Um, working out is huge. Just staying active. And I, I've noticed that, like, if I don't work out, like, I, I dip. Like, I dip mentally. And then if I dip mentally, everything else gets affected. Mm-hmm. And it's like I need to do it. Because if I don't do it, everything dips. So and that's, that's, I guess that's how I find my balance is like just trying to stay physically active in the things that I like to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you, like- you get caught up in life and you get caught up in all the things that you, you know, that, that are on your plate. And then, you know, when you start to feel overwhelmed, the stress builds up and then... Mm-hmm that increases everything like your, your anxieties your fears like yeah you know you, you don't want to fail yeah <laughs> so I, yeah and i also agree with you because you know i feel like when you work out you definitely have that sense of accomplishment of getting probably one of the hardest things that you're going to be getting sure doing yeah, no, today yeah. um 
and also it just it makes you focus on that moment and it really it's more meditative for me because yeah. if I'm doing jiu-jitsu it's all about jiu-jitsu I don't think about anything else like I'm thinking about I'm you know I gotta pass this guy's guard go around and, and look for a submission mm. I'm not thinking about you know did I feed mage this morning or you know did what about that thing at work that I gotta finish yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know I, what is my mom doing like what does she need me to do or something like yeah. that stuff it's just like life stuff and yeah. you know it really helps the mindfulness of it all yeah I feel like a lot of uh, coaches that I've talked to really uh, stress on the point of being where your feet are yeah. you know really being in the moment of what you're doing mm-hmm. and not having that distraction of you know your thoughts of what you could be doing rather than what you're yeah. doing right now in the moment yeah handling all that is, is difficult yeah I've heard that from multiple people uh, Jesse Itzler that one you know the one podcast that we listened mm-hmm. to and then um your your brother-in-law I forget his name what's his name again Patrick Patrick yeah he even said that like just practicing like hey I'm gonna block this three hours on just this task mm-hmm. nothing's gonna get in and then really just full bore into that yeah and I think that's what I struggle with the most because I've got all these other thoughts coming in and I'm not able to put out my best product mm-hmm. um so Constant, nice. constant working with it. You know? Yeah, just every day, <laughs> every day, man. And you just learn about it more and more. Like every day is a struggle, but you just gotta. Get when you get it. that house, man, you're gonna know. <laughs> just like whoa. Uh, we're gonna circle back here. Um, I know you're saying you you want to start a business, but you're looking for a little bit more like stability. I feel like is what I kind of feel like I heard you say uh, from getting, gathering all that together right. before you start. Yeah. Um, now, if you had ten million in the bank right now, what would you be doing with your life? Fishing. <laughs> yeah, you'd be. Yeah, I'd be on the lake, man. Yeah, of course. So, do you feel like uh, financial freedom is a big part of what you're looking for in life? Um, I think everybody looks for that in life in a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean. Well, I know some people just get caught up in the the nine to five job, and you know that's they're okay with doing that. Sure. But I know you know that's only going to get you so far. If it you depends are, on what you're doing. Like, yeah. If you love what you're doing, that nine to five is nothing to you. Like, but if you're like you can do the job, but you don't love the job, it's going to mm-hmm. eat away at you. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm feeling right now in my job, and that's why I'm kind of thinking more on the business side of like what if I just do something I know that I enjoy doing like you know building stuff and drawing things out myself and all that but yeah kind of, where, where was I going with that <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a just a question because I know you uh, you got a house I'm about to be getting a house pretty soon what advice would you give to somebody uh, who's buying a house or anyone who's around our age 20 mid 20s buying a house what should they expect or how should they uh patience patience lots of patience Hmm. patience with action don't don't procrastinate but be patient (laughs) right yeah because there's going to be a lot of things you want to do and you can't just get to them all the time but but you got to 
like I said, blackout, like, like three hours like Pat was saying, like that's the same aspect in, you know, at your home life. You know, mm. block out a certain amount of time to do these tasks. Yeah. These projects that you have in place and you know, it's, it, it can get difficult because you, you know, you're at work, you're doing your nine to five and you come home and you're done like mentally exhausted some days and it's like and then to to have these other projects, it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> they go do it again. Yeah. Um, that's where that discipline aspect comes in. It gets difficult. That's what I'm saying. It's, you gotta have patience and discipline. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what, that's what I would tell people. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, one thing I've always admired about you is you're uh, very organized and you... No, no, I'm not. I, <laughs> no, I'm not, dude. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I've, I've always seen you do, like, charts and stuff like that, and you just have kind of, like, you've seemed like you've always had, like, a plan and what you're doing. Um, I was just kind of curious to... It gets uh, hard. Have you always, <laughs> like, have you always been like that, or has there been like a turning point where you're just like, you realize that you need to? It's a roller coaster, you know. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. Mm. Um, I haven't always been like that. I think as of late, it's been more and more. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm pretty happy off the wall in a lot of things. You're a lot organized than me, I'll tell you that. Okay. Okay, dang, you must be in some sort of shit, man. Um, Have you seen this desk? (laughs) Does this look organized to you? Maybe not. I just not itemized organized. Like it's just you know the the more responsibilities you accumulate. Yeah. it It gets to be a lot. So, um, who has been a big influence in your life growing up or just most recently or? So, so that's, that's what I've been thinking about a lot too, is like who, who actually like has been like a pretty good influence on my life. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people have played a part in that, you know, obviously like everybody has that most of everybody can't say everybody, but. You know, like, my dad obviously was one of the biggest influences throughout, you know, my life. And then, yeah, as of late, hasn't been the greatest, my relationship. But, um, yeah, he would be one of my biggest influences. Um, and it's kind of rough because he's, you know, he's an average guy, you know. Mm-hmm. He's not Superman or anything like that, so, and then trying to find more mentors and more people to, to look up to and my aunt Brenda um, also played a big le- part in college mostly um, mm. and always motivating me like keep pushing because my dad never really motivated me to go to college or even like he kind of like dropped off on like the motivation or mentor aspect after high school because it's like you know you're 18 do your own thing yeah kind of kind of thing but then yeah my aunt brenda would constantly like push me and ask me like how i'm doing and like even today she she'll she'll hit me up and say how are you doing you're doing good Mm. you know staying in touch staying in touch and she's been one of my biggest influences because she she's up there in the corporate world and she does well for herself um, she only did a two-year degree, too. And so, I mean, there's opportunity there mm. to 
pursue that type of career, yeah. so to speak. Um, as of now, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts like Joe Rogan, Jack O'Loy, Andy Frisella, and Ed Milet recently. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like a mixed bag of like who I'm being influenced by yeah. and, and looking up to and trying to find, I guess, my own path and kind of putting everything together. Yeah, taking piece by piece from other people. And yeah, I, haven't, I don't have like one main dude that I yeah. look up to or anything like that. I guess you could say Iron Man, but... Yeah. <laughs> now, why, why do you think you... Uh, why do you like listening to those certain individuals? Well, sometimes it just gets you through your day, you know? Mm-hmm. Those guys have some really profound words and powerful conversations with powerful people yeah. that are like high performing people and it could just get you through your morning like Tuesday mornings Ed Milet's new podcast comes out I'm like dude that's gonna get me through yeah. the morning like it's gonna get me to lunch yeah. like I'm gonna feel amped and there's energy in these podcasts yeah. so um, that's kinda why I listen to them in the first place cause I can like in my job where I'm just I'm a desk jockey basically mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of book work uh, bookkeeping really I don't really do any design work right now but so yeah it, it's it's helped me a lot to get through my day and mm. um I wish I would have wrote down more things because there's I've listened to a lot mm. of podcasts yeah. <laughs> let me tell you dude yeah like I started listening to Joe Rogan episodes like 700 Mm. somewhere in that range and he's already on like 14 or something like that I don't know he's up there he's like doubled since I started listening to him Um, same with Jocko Willink he's like tripled his Mm -hmm. podcast output Um, yeah dude I mean I mean it's it's proven that you know when you write something down and you're listening to it you have a higher percentage chance of retaining that information yeah oh yeah hearing it you know Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is my last question for you. It's a big one. You ready for it? Oh, God. <laughs> no, I don't know. So, how would you define success? What is your definition of success? That is something. Mm-hmm. That is a question. The question of questions. That's right. <laughs> how do you define success? That's actually a question you ask in an interview. Like, when you're being interviewed for a job like how does your business define success <laughs> dude that's a tough one i don't know like, well, what would you look for to be successful how would you define your definition of it for yourself would it be to all have all your, your debt paid off if you have debt would it be to you know have your dream car so maybe that's something i need to work on figuring out what success means to me mm. <laughs> because you got nothing. if you look at me right now like this is, I'm pretty successful if you think about yeah, it yeah yeah got a house car got my girl mm-hmm. you know we got dog cat you know we got the whole thing here yeah you know yeah um, so you're feeling pretty satisfied where you're at no I want more <laughs> you know, okay doesn't everybody want more of course I want the lake home, man. That's the success. If I, if I get there, then I know I made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no. 
I don't know, man. It's it's that's a tough question. Cause so would you? It's dynamic, right? I mean, one day. Would you want to be working? You know, like would you want to be just having just on the lake home, being able to fish every I day? Think, or I think if I'm working, it's gonna be in something that I love doing. Okay. Yeah. Because it'll feel like work, sure, but you you know that whatever you're doing and the output that you put out is gonna make you feel good. Yeah. And. You know, eventually that's... I guess that would be my version of success, is finding something worthwhile. Hmm. I like that. You know, yeah. finding it's worthwhile in what you're doing. To do I feel like a lot of people struggle with that, you know. I was struggling with that. I was working at Lifetime and unhappy with what I was doing. Dude, I, I hated it. Depressed, dude, you know, so... Gets, it eats it, yeah. It eats it, yeah. And that's, that's, you know, jumping back to what I said earlier about starting a business, that's kind of the reason why I'm holding out mm-hmm. with the company I'm at is because it's an employee-owned company and if I stay another year I'm fully vested Yeah. and then when I leave I'm pretty much if I leave, when I leave I don't, I don't know what's going to happen yeah. next year um, I'm pretty much set to like do whatever I want for a whole year mm. so you got some time to make some choices you have yeah. a little bit more freedom and yeah, without I'll be, I'll be stress factor of essentially financially stable for a good long time nice so yeah that's coming up we'll see what happens yeah i mean anything can happen in a year you know opportunities and whatnot so cool definitely the goal solid one of the biggest goals well, thank you, Austin, dude. I loved it. I loved our time <laughs> together that we had today. This was awesome. This, this is interesting. This the is first episode. This is pretty fun. Um, yeah. Just Definitely. had questions that dude, I didn't again. even have written down that I answered that just kind of popped up. So, dude, sometimes it's just like a flow thing. Yeah. And like we were obviously it was more personal in the living room, just kind of like flowing. But yeah, that's kind of how those conversations take place. Yeah. But. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was good. It's good to have a game plan. Yeah, hey, let me shake your hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a good killer workout before this. Man, my legs, dude, we hit legs, and I couldn't even walk. I threw up, came back after throwing you up, did. finished the up set. The grass. It was good. Watered the plants. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this was the first episode. Uh, there will be plenty more, hopefully. Um, yeah, thank you for tuning in.